Good morning and welcome to our continued look through Paul's letter to the church at Colossae, the book that we call Colossians. Today we're in chapter 2. We're going to cover verses 6 through 15, Lord willing. So let's pray, then we'll read those verses and dive right in. Heavenly Father, open the eyes and ears of our understanding that we may see, hear, receive, and be transformed by your living and active word that you send forth and it shall not return empty or void, but shall accomplish the purposes for which you sent it, that we might know you better, that we might progressively become more intimately acquainted in a love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ by grace alone, a gift from you, O Lord, through faith alone, in you, and that also is a gift, not a result of anything we've done or could ever do. So just thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything. Salvation is your idea. Your plan is to be in a relationship with us. That is not our plan. So we just rest and rejoice in your plan and in your finished work. We praise you and we thank you and we bless you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's read these verses. Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority. In him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him, in Christ Jesus. Amen. God bless this reading and perceiving of his holy and precious word. Amen. He starts off saying, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. I've left out a very important word, therefore. Anytime we see therefore, we need to know what it's there for. And the reason that the therefore is there in these verses is because of what Paul has been saying up to then about the divinity of Christ, the excellency of Christ, the preeminence of Jesus Christ, that all divine exaltation belongs to Jesus Christ. 
because in him, in Christ, is found a reconciliation to God. A reconciliation to God is us being brought back, made right, reconciled to God from our state of separation by our sin to being brought back to a holy God who can have nothing to do with sin. Therefore, is also there because he's told us the mystery of Christ. He's revealed the mystery of Christ back in the earlier part of the letter in uh, chapter 1, verses 24 to 27. And, and the perfection of the believers uh, as reflected in chapter 1. And that education, that is wisdom, is, is ours in Christ Jesus. So he says, in light of that, we should continue to live in him. Don't turn away from him. Don't look to something else. If we came to be reconciled to God in Christ Jesus, then why look to something else? Why look to, to these practices of this group or that group? Look to the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, walk in him. Walk in the light as he is in the light. Take our steps. Make our decisions. Choose our words. Choose all that we do based on our relationship with Jesus Christ. When we do that, we're rooted. We're rooted in him. It says, uh, Jesus himself said uh, in John 15, I believe he says, uh, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me, then you'll bear much fruit, but apart from me, you can do nothing. Well, if he's the vine, what does that mean? He's the root. It's his root that is in the ground, not our root. So we want to stay rooted in him. We want to stay built up in him. We want those things that flow into us to flow from Christ, not from the world around us. And we're rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. Our relationship with him is established by faith. It's a gift from God, but we have to receive the gift by placing our faith in the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So our relationship is established in him, uh, that we should be abounding, we should be full of thanksgiving. Then he said, look, don't let anybody fool you. Don't let anybody fool you. Don't let anybody take you captive by uh, human philosophy and empty words and deceit and foolishness according to the way that humans think and do, according to the ways of the world and not according to Christ. Don't do that. For in him, in Christ, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. You want to see God? Then look at Christ. You've seen God. And, and if we've been born again, we've been filled in him. We've been filled with him. He, he is the head of all rule and authority, and he is in us. He has filled us. Don't, don't set aside what we've been filled with in Christ by foolishness from this world. 
And, and not only do we have that, but we were circumcised, not the circumcision that man does, but a circumcision that doesn't have anything to do with hands, but it's putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, by being born again, by walking in him, by looking to him, by trusting in him. Uh, having been buried with him in baptism, uh, baptism is an outward sign of an inner change. Circumcision is essentially the same thing in the context that it's being used here. Uh, so the baptism doesn't do anything to us. It reflects what's already happened in us. It's an outward sign of that inner work uh, that we were raised with Jesus through faith in the powerful working of God who raised Jesus from the dead. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the power that brings us from death to life. We pass from dead to alive when we are placed in Christ Jesus by a gift from God through faith. And even that faith also is a gift from God so that none of us may boast. We don't have anything to boast about. Jesus did it all. Like the old hymn said, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Uh, God made us alive together with him, together with Christ, having forgiven us all our trespasses. Jesus said from the cross, it is finished, paid in full, to tell us die. The, the debt has been forgiven. He canceled, the re verse 14 says, he canceled the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. The record of our sin debt demanded legally that we pay for that, and that's by eternal separation from God. But he canceled that. Jesus canceled that. He paid that debt in full. This he set aside. He nailed it to the cross. Oh, my sin, what, what a blissful, wonderful thought. Nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. What did God accomplish at the cross? He took away, he disarmed the rulers and authorities, the Jewish rulers and authorities and the Roman authorities, and he shamed them openly, and he triumphed over them in Christ Jesus at Calvary's cross. It looked like the end of everything, but it wasn't the end of everything. It was the beginning of everything for all of us, for any who will receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Uh, what looked like a defeat was the greatest victory ever won. So we need to just understand that Christ is who he says he is, and we need to trust in him. Don't fool with any foolishness of this world, even if it shows up in the in the clothing of religious practice nothing but faith in Christ that is that is what it means to be rooted rooted and built up in him and walking in him and trusting in him and resting in the finished work of Christ it's by simply believing on the Lord Jesus Christ that he's done all that needs to be done all that could ever be done 
Uh, on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being with us. And if the Lord's willing, next the next day we will pick up with Colossians chapter 2, starting with verse 16. God bless you. Thank you.